I feel that um, we are not born with confidence and um, we can only find it in ourselves. And it's important to do it because now I feel that I'm confident and I can say that it helps me a lot. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 270 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard, and Minerva Schools at KGI, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Maria Panchenko. Maria is a law student at National University of Kiev Mohila Academy and the co-founder and coordinator 
of the anti-discrimination platform Record Up, which is a community fighting for equality and to stop discrimination. Born in Zavodskie, Poltava region, Maria loves learning languages and she speaks La Langue Française, French, Hebrew and German. And in her free time, she draws flowers, plays the piano and is keen on traveling. Her biggest inspiration are people around her, including the great people she met as a European Youth Parliament member and the delegate on Model UN, including participation in the Model UN New York as the first ever Ukrainian delegation. Maria also organized several events for Ukrainian youth in small towns, including Model UNs with American volunteers as guests, School of Success, and Philosophical Meetings. She is a Junior Academy of Science alumna and the Klitschko Foundation alumna. Her favorite quote is, I believe there is nothing impossible. If you want to achieve something and work hard, you will get it, which I assume is by her. So that's the quote by Maria. I love that. Maria, how are you today? I am so excited. Thank you. Let's begin with the other side of Maria that maybe not many people see, which is the emotional side. When you, Maria, you want to recharge yourself from so much hard work to feel re-energized, re-inspired, what do you like to do? Honestly, I love doing yoga. Even in unions, it brings me not only some inspiration emotional, but also it brings me a lot of physical power because um, sometimes days are really hard and um, you need to recharge not only your emotional um, um, your emotional feelings, but also um, to bring um, some power to your body. Um, but also I love reading books, meeting new people, um, and just walking around the town with some podcasts, music, or listening to the nature. It depends on the situation where I am. Tell me more about yoga. What is your favorite part? Is it like the anticipation when you're having a difficult day and you're looking forward to your next yoga session and you're almost imagining it? Is it the middle when your brain stops and all you can feel is your movement and noticing how stronger and stronger you're getting? Or is it after that perfect energy and making you ready to do more? I think that uh, all these parts are essential for me, but the most excited one is uh, the middle when I'm in the process and I can feel all the cells of my body and I can just not think about anything uh, and um, follow my breath and um, doing whatever my body feels for now. So generally, are you someone who thinks a lot? Do you maybe even worry or overthink? Or do you find balance in your ability to think when needed and in being in the present moment and in flow when necessary? Yeah, I believe that um, it is important 
to be in the flow because life is so quick and um, if I think about something in the past or something in the future, I miss the present. So I try to stay in the moment and um, doing things right now and dedicate myself to the things around me as fully as I can. Of course, sometimes there are some situations when I overthink or I plan too much or I miss some good times, for example, when I had chances to travel somewhere. But then I realized that this moment is the most important one. And I try to take as much as I can from now. Thank you. And as a person, if you were to describe yourself and your personality, what kind of person is Maria? I think that um, Maria um, is open to people and is inspired by people and inspire people. Also, I think that Maria is dedicated to what she is doing and tries not only to discover as many things as she can, but also to help others to find something interesting in their lives. Thank you. I noticed, so now I understand, people are very important for you. Was this always the case? Like, how did you fall in love with people? Or were you born this way? I think that um, I was born in this way because um, my life is so, so interesting just because of people around me. And um, from the early childhood till now, um, people around me make the situation uh, and make the atmosphere. And also, I think that um, everything is about people and everything is made by and for people. Um, I cannot live um, just by my own. I live in a community and um, the quality of this community also depends on my personal um, do's and don'ts. Uh, so I think that the more I give to people, um, the more I can get um, back uh, because it's everything about exchange, ideas, thoughts, emotions. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to dedicate uh, myself to volunteering or just helping or mentoring um, people who need that um, so that I can feel that I am useful in this world and um, only people can show me how to live this life um, happy. So, yeah. Why is it important for you to feel useful in this world? And what does that really mean? I think that um, feeling useful uh, is about understanding uh, what can you do for this world. Because I believe that um, everyone comes to this world to do something great. And I believe that each person uh, deserves to find this way. Um, I also think that if everyone does 
that if everyone does something that they like, then everyone can be happy. And I believe in this general happiness. Uh, so for me, when I'm useful to someone, um, it's better even when I'm useful to several people, then I can feel happiness because people are happy in front of me. Uh, so it's also about some kind of things that I can do and uh, um, like the process. Uh, for example, I love also writing texts. And if I'm writing some text, I'm in this moment and I can feel happiness while writing, researching, um, finding the best wording. But then also people who read those texts can feel some emotions and then they can say thank you. And I can understand that it influenced them. And then, then they can come to someone and do whatever they can do that also can charge someone and inspire someone to do something. Uh, so for me, it's all about communication and uh, interaction. Uh, so yeah, I believe in general happiness and I think that it's possible and there is no other way to live our life. Um, no, just to be happy here. I have so many questions. And so if I understood you correctly, when you make people happy, you feel you charge them with that positive energy so they will go in the world and make other people happy as well. And therefore, your impact is bigger than whoever people you are communicating with because there are ramifications and like each person shares that positivity with the other and the other with the other. And therefore, a lot of people get happy because of you. Is this correct? Yes. What's the meaning of happiness in the dictionary of Maria? Well, um, for me, it's to feel that you are alive by all yourselves. Um, so not only emotionally, but also physically and mentally. Um, so I'm happy when I know that I'm in the right place, in the right time, the right people beside me, uh, and I'm doing the right things. Who determines what things are the right things? Only my inner feelings. So if I feel that something is right, then it is so for me. So it's all about inner feelings because right place, it's a feeling. <laughs> right people, it's related to feelings. And right thing is related to feelings. Is this correct? Yes. Only... Um, yes, tell me. Yes, only um, um, I can know what is right for me. And I cannot know what is right to someone else. So I can only discover this uh, correct answer inside of me. Is that following your intuition or following your heart or trust in your soul? Or what would you call it? I think that um, it doesn't matter how we call that. Um, I can use um, either of those expressions. 
but it's just about really feeling that um, you are with yourself and you are doing what you want, but um, not someone else. Thank you. And do you feel that most people are doing that or they're living a life that is given to them by society or parents or something and it's not really what they want? What do you think? What is your experience? Honestly, it's a hard question because I can only ask other people whether they feel that they are living by their own or by someone's else thoughts Um, and unfortunately I cannot discover all people's thoughts about that but I think that it's important to show people that you can live your own life and you can think about some of the things that no one ever could think about. So I think it's important not to think, I think it's important not to count the people who are living by their own, but to show as many people as we can that it's possible. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, you make people happier by communication or impact directly but also by being a role model and an example of someone on their purpose in the right place with the right people doing the right things. And therefore, that also indirectly inspires people. Is this correct? Yes. I believe that it's important to inspire people, particularly for me, young girls, uh, because um, some time ago... um, Elder girls told me that it's possible to live your own life with your own thoughts, goals, and no matter what other people are telling you. And for now, I feel that um, I have several friends uh, who are smaller than me, uh, but um, they have really big dreams. And um, I feel that I can inspire them to achieve more and more and live whatever life they want. And also, I think that it's about your positive energy. So I can make smile just a stranger in the street and um, maybe it can save a life to someone uh, or I can help other people with uh, volunteering or just telling good words. So for me, it's um, a huge space uh, for creativity and um, to think how can I inspire people while being inspired by people. Thank you. And let's take it in another way. How was the pandemic for you? Because there was a lot of quarantines, lockdowns, and social distancing. If people are so important for you, how did you deal with their absence or that human touch not being there? Honestly, it was pretty difficult. 
And I should say that um, it was difficult not only physically, that I, for example, couldn't hug my friends or couldn't meet them, but also emotionally, because um, I was thinking about um, well-being of my friends, parents, um, just relatives and um, people who I know. Um, moreover, I need a lot of communication and I need live communication. So when it was lockdown, um, I um, was thinking about health. So I didn't have a lot of interaction and I understood that um, sometimes um, it's time to stop and um, sometimes it's about other things that not just, you know, emotional situation. Uh, so I tried to organize some online meetings with my friends. Uh, for example, in Zoom, we had different philosophical or music evenings. We also had some poems, writing and presenting them. Um, it's possible to find a way to communicate even online, of course, it, it differs and it differs a lot, but that's our life and um, we need to live it. And, um, on, and it depends only on our own tries to make it happy, uh, even if uh, it's uh, online, pandemic, suffer and other negative feelings. But for now, I understand that um, sometimes I can meet my parents, I can meet my friends, uh, I can meet new people. And uh, I realized um, this essential role of communication when I had a one way of online university, friends meetings, um, my team meetings. And then when I have, for example, one day for meeting with my friend, I try to take as much emotions and communication and real words as I could. Uh, so it's about value. And for me, um, during the pandemic, the value of real communication and um, value of people just became higher than it was even before. I like that. And when you meet people, how do you experience them? Are you able to feel people's energy really quickly? Is it more about a soul and an exchange of energy? Is it that uh, something else you're interested in their life stories, in what they have overcome and learning those lessons in order to share with the world? Or what, how does Maria, who loves people, experience people? And what do you focus on when you meet new people that allows you to feel them, be with them, and experience them? I believe that everyone is good and um, has a lot of things to share. And this openness brings me a lot of inspiration to listen to people. So the first thing I try to do when I meet someone is to listen to this person. 
I feel that everyone can tell me a lot of interesting things. And sometimes it can be just a simple question about the weather. Sometimes it can be a philosophical question about the sense of life. It depends on the situation, on my own mood, uh, and um, the time when we meet. Honestly, for me, there is... um, It doesn't matter for me uh, how I can meet the person because um, it's all about feelings at the moment. So I think that um, we can uh, be interesting to each other. Either we are talking 30 seconds in the bus uh, or, for example, three hours in the meeting. I feel that everyone has a word to share. I love it. I feel you flow with emotions a lot. So I'm really curious, how do you experience emotions? I have asked this to some of the Ukrainian girls. Some of them, they say it's like energy in our body. Another said it's like colors that I see, and each color is a different emotion. Another one, she said, well, when I'm happy, it's like being on the beach watching the sunset. And when I'm angry, it's like a tornado. Another one, she said, it's like butterflies in my stomach and tingling in my skin like small insects walking on it or something like that. You are someone who feels emotions. You feel deeply. You experience deeply. How do you experience that? Honestly, I agree with all the previous um, answers because um, we can show emotions differently. And uh, for me, sometimes they are colors, sometimes they are um, sea storms, uh, sometimes it's about sunsets. Um, but I think that um, emotions are good in any form uh, because um, now I can think about green mood and um, in two hours I can feel that um, I am I'm so excited as the ocean on, at the sunset. So for me it's a huge space um, and they can be either colors, feelings, dances, people, um, I don't know, like, um, seasons, whatever. Um, I feel that a person is um, so huge and undiscovered space that we cannot even imagine how we can feel, even if it's just about happiness that you woke up today in the morning. Tell me more. People are a huge undiscovered space. What does that mean? I feel that we have a lot of things to know about ourselves, but oftenly we forget to look inside of us. Um, For example, um, we want to know a lot about space or a lot about oceans. But um, we forget that uh, a huge, a huge space of our brain is undiscovered, and we 
even don't know all the force and all the things that we can do just because we don't walk inside of us. I also think that it's not only about everyday life, for example, when I think what dish I want today. Um, not just because I have something in my fridge, but what I really, really want to dedicate this time, five minutes, to think what I want for now, for dinner. But it's also about some scientific researchers. Uh, I believe that we can achieve more and we can achieve this general happiness if we work harder on our own expectations, our own feelings, emotions, and body. So sometimes I think that people dedicate a lot of time to interesting things, but not related to people's feelings. And for me, if um, we want to discover something in our nature, if we want to discover something in oceans, space, or we want to create uh, a new smartphone, I think it's more essential to think about discovering ourselves and discovering our physical, emotional, and other improvements because uh, we are people and uh, we live for ourselves. And if we forget about our personal well-being, then no any new smartphone space opening uh, will be useful and interesting for us. Thank you. So what are your thoughts about social media, about phone use in general? In addition to this, some of the Ukrainian girls, I said, they have this uh, very poker face, serious face, where people think they're angry even if they're not. One of them, she said, well, because people are watching and looking at their phones all day, so their face is frozen <laughs> in that position. And she blames it all on phones and social media. What are your thoughts about this? And another one, she said, no, we had teachers who are always angry when we were little, so we copy <laughs> them when we grow up. I don't think that there is one answer, there is question for me for now, um, because, because of online studying, um, I met some of my friends only via online. And um, when I met with um, one girl uh, a week ago, we were acquainted about two months online. And when we met on um, the European Youth Program training camp, uh, and she just came to me and told me, oh, I think you are so, so serious because of your social media and your things in your university, uh, but you are so funny and it's so easy with you. Um, and um, it wasn't a surprise for me um, because um, sometimes we think about social media as a tool for our work, um, as a tool for our resume, for example, or like CV or whatever. But in real life, people are people and everyone can be cute, funny uh, and um, doing sometimes even full things. For me, social media um, are 
um, overestimated because um, it's about a picture and nothing more. We cannot see the whole person if we work just on their Instagram page. So I don't love social media, to be honest. And there were some tries to delete Instagram, Facebook at all. Uh, but I realized that sometimes I need um, communication with people. And for example, then when we had lockdowns, social media was the only way to know news about people and to find common topics for communication so that I know what I can talk with person about. Uh, but when I... Um, trying to come back to real life, I realized that social media are bad and um, I don't like not only to see someone's um, artificial um, artificially made uh, picture of themselves in social medias, but I also don't like to show my life because I feel that for me, it's more interesting to live my life, but not to show it to someone else. But uh, thinking about CVs and when um, a lot of companies are asking for um, your Facebook page, I realized that I have to think about uh, my um, feelings, emotions, projects and things I'm doing. And maybe it can even inspire also someone uh, as one of the ways to do that, not only via impersonal communication. Thank you. I love all the wisdom, insight, and self-reflection and feeling you display in your answers. And again, inspiring people, helping people, growing and impacting with people, uh, through people, and for people is important for you. What else, if you were to think about your life, are other values that are important for Maria? I feel that um, it's important to dedicate time just to myself. So I spoke a lot about people, but I understand that if I don't pay attention to my own feelings, wishes um, and ideas, I cannot communicate with people. So for me, everything begins with myself. Um, and if I, for example, for example, am angry at someone, it happens and conflicts, um, conflicts are okay. They can exist. Um, firstly, I think why I am angry, but not about things a person did. If I think about myself firstly, then I can be more open to other people and um, I can understand what other people do, feel and think. But talking about values, for me, it's also important um, for people to know their place. So, for example, if um, a person feels that um, he or she wants to be 
um, a teacher, but um, because of some stereotypes, he or she applies um, to political science um, because it's um, more prestigious. I feel that um, it's not right to follow some someone's dreams um, because um, everyone can achieve success in whatever field if you love doing things. So sometimes people forget about their selves uh, and then bad things happens. Uh, so yeah, uh, for me, it's um, thinking about ourselves, discovering ourselves and then bringing it to other people. So if you're inspired, you can inspire others. Thank you. This is wonderful. And let's push it even further. If you were to give any advice to, to other Ukrainian youth that you believe will help them and inspire them and make them more inspired as well and inspiring, what would that advice be? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of any thoughts, ideas, goals. Just follow your dreams because your dreams can lead you to something unexpected sometimes, but only a right place to be. Don't be afraid to be yourself as you are, even if someone is telling you that it's not okay to do that. If you feel that it's your place, then you will find your own path and you will go wait. And don't be afraid challenges, because challenges are making us stronger. And um, only when we have something difficult and um, unusual for us, we can grow. And if we grow, we can achieve more. Uh, and I wish you to know the right place for you so that you are happy and living your best life because we have only one life in our lifetime and um, it's important to enjoy this life first of all with yourself and people around you. Now tell me more because that ability to do what someone believes even if others disagree requires confidence and self-belief. How does one build confidence and self-belief in your opinion? And are you a confident girl? Is it something you always had or were you not so confident and then you developed over time? I feel that um, we are not born with confidence and um, we can only find it in ourselves. And it's important to do it because now I feel that I'm confident and I can say that it helps me a lot. So recently I was really shy and um, I missed some of the opportunities because I thought that I'm not enough to apply to some um, schools or something like that. But 
only if I believed in my dreams, I can achieve something. Um, there is no universal way to find confidence because everyone has different background and it might not work for everyone. But for me, um, it's a feeling of my inner goddess uh, who is telling me that I am good enough to do what I am doing now. No, stop, stop. That's too perfect. Inner <laughs> goddess. I love that. Archetypical, you know, all that. What are your metaphysical, spiritual beliefs? Do you believe in destiny? Do you believe in manifestation? Do you believe in karma and the power of the universe? Do you believe in astrology? I don't know. Tell me everything. You know, it's a hard question for me um, because it's just your feelings. Um, I feel that there is some energy inside of me uh, and whatever happens in the external world, I know that my inner feelings depend only on my own thoughts. So if I want to be happy, I am happy. If I now want to have good mood, I have good mood. And that's it. Um, I think that astrology or karma, um, they are just ways to, to argue about some of the feelings that people cannot describe by words. So, for example, someone is feeling okay or not okay, and they are trying to, they're trying to um, say that it's because of my karma or it's because of my destiny. I believe that um, only we, by ourselves, are creating our destiny, and there is no other huge force that uh, is um, creating. Um, space for us so for me it's all about energy and if I am about positive energy and if I want good things happening around me then good things will happen around me and um, we can call that God or we can call that um, destiny or karma or I don't know some stars above us uh, but I believe that it's all about your inner feelings and sometimes you just cannot describe them by simple words. So we need something more to describe our feelings and um, to find a way for them to grow up and um, to do things around us. Thank you. Now I want to understand how do you think and reflect to come up to your own opinions and conclusions? Do you go in nature, take a journal and look at the sky and write and think? Do you find sometimes when you have hard emotions and frustrations, that is the signal that you should stop and think, why am I feeling this way? What happened? Do you watch a lot of YouTube philosophical videos and then you think about them and share their views or disagree? 
Is it from philosophy books that you read one sentence a day and think about it the whole day? Or how do you build your own opinions and views? Because I'm sure many of the Ukrainian uh, youth would like to be inspired in this way and to understand how to reflect and build their own personal opinions, views, decisions, and thoughts? Sometimes it's about books. Sometimes it's about philosophical conversations with my friends or discussions with older people who achieved something more. Sometimes it just tries not to think at all. So it depends. I think that it's a complex question to know what works best for me now. Because, for example, I can come up with some ideas um, while drawing and watching, I don't know, some um, cute videos, as well as thinking all day round about some huge and um, sacrificed meanings. So it depends on the situation and the question. But what I really would like to emphasize in my personal development is about books and uh, time to reflect on that kind of improvement. So it may be just a novel and I think about whether I can do in such way or not, why, what I liked about this book, what I didn't like, what about characters, what about writer position, and then I can create my own thoughts about this book, and uh, later on I can discover that some things that I have read and reflected on, I can show to my friends or just in my university essays in other way, having that background. Also, uh, for me, it's about dedicating time to the things at the moment. So just to think for now, am I satisfied with my life? And um, if not, what can I do? Um, And um, to follow that list of things that I can do now to make my wife the best wife. And also to think when I can dedicate this time to some thoughts which uh, are not so useful in our practical sense in this chaotic life, but they can be essential for my personal development and personal improvement. So I believe that philosophical questions about life, death, about sense of life, about help, about feelings, love, emotions, whatever, they can be really difficult for us, firstly, but they are so essential to create our own thoughts 
and to develop the, th- the, the way we are thinking so that even in practical things later on, we can use this skill of thinking. Because I believe that life is much more difficult that we can even imagine. Uh, so for me, happiness and um, critical thinking in our daily life are really connected. Of course, living at the moment and um, dedicating your time to feelings and emotions is important, but it's also important as well to think about the things around us because road has a lot of interesting and unusual things to show. So if we will just watch and don't think and reflect, then we are not so interesting to the road and uh, it uh, won't uh, offer us more things to show. Well, thank you for that. And let's test it. If in this world it's chaotic, it's a lot more complex than we think, and in reality, any cause and effect is really an illusion, like those laboratory um, tests where they give, for example, a pigeon food at specific times, but it will be doing something with its head, and it thinks when it moves its head, that is what manifests the food rather than some random Uh, lab person who is putting it there and therefore it thinks the cause of coming of the food is that it turns its head to 45 degrees to the left or whatever if we live in such reality how can we know anything what is our relationship or how it should be to the future and to the unexpected and how much control do we really have I feel that It's about control of our feelings and thoughts. So if I can control the way I am thinking, the way I am going now with my ideas, then I can control the situation around me. I think that it's impossible to be practically prepared to anything that could happen but we can prepare our mind to be open to those challenges and um, unexpected things around us. So we cannot create something unique for us to be safe, but we can ensure our personal development to create later on something that will help us in this specific situation. So I think that it's all about our ideas, thoughts and feelings inside of our heads, but not the challenges around us, because um, I feel that we can do anything and there is nothing impossible. So if we have scientific future. Uh, we, of course, 
It's impossible to predict it. It's impossible to know exactly what we are going to do. And um, we never know the way we are going to live even tomorrow. But we can control the thoughts which uh, will create us the space in which we are going to live this tomorrow. Uh, so it's about unpredictable things and um, the control in our heads in the same time. Thank you so much, Maria. It was enchanting. It was enriching. It was amazing. And can you now speak about two things? One, if people want to follow you on social media, which one is the best? And second, can you speak about Record Up, the purpose, the mission, the work you do, and where can people discover more about it? Yeah, sure. I am open to new friends on Facebook. So Maria Panchenko, uh, you can find me. Um, I really love uh, friends on Facebook because um, I can follow uh, the ideas and um, news projects and um, when my friends are doing great things i am so so excited to share them and um, yeah so facebook is the most um, interesting for me because uh, uh, i want to lose uh, the information about people uh, so i'm open to any offers and uh, anything um, there uh, but of course, Instagram or whatever also works for me. Um, about record up, uh, for me, it's um, an essential part of my life because uh, I have been working on this project for more than two years. And I should say that's a lot. First of all, I should say that um, it was um, created on the project um, by Peace Corps. Um, an American volunteers, and we had a task to create a social project, uh, and um, nobody thought it um, would um, go further than just um, a pitching idea. Uh, so during this project, Glow Girls Lead Our Road, uh, my team created uh, the idea of. Um, sharing the information about discrimination in any formats. Uh, during these two years, we've changed um, a lot. And um, from three girls at the beginning, we have 18 people by now in our team. And uh, all these people are dedicated to the things they are doing. First of all, it's about text. So we are writing about discrimination, um, sexism, racism, ableism, um, and um, any other form. Uh, and we do it in the specific manner. So we have interviews. If you would like to be interviewed, just text me. We are open to anonymous interviews or open interviews as you like. And we can share your story. And um, during uh, our week's topics, we 
uh, also write about statistics, uh, news, uh, other stories about movies, um, historical experience, uh, and all the things. We believe that um, we can make the space without discrimination. And um, the first step to achieve equality is to speak up the problems. So if we speak about our problems, we can ensure that people know about them. If we have enough information on how to be safe, there is more um, there are more chance, there are more chances that we will be safe. So for me, it was the first step to begin to fight with discrimination because I feel that a lot of Ukrainians, particularly those who have interesting ideas and um, those ideas which sometimes are not common with their teachers' ideas or classmates' ideas can have some discrimination and can face it. So for me, it was the first step to show that we can have safe space for everyone. But also we are trying to do some lectures so that people are engaged to not only reading our posts on Instagram, uh, but also having the opportunity to uh, practice those skills of anti-discriminational communication and uh, interaction with others. And uh, for now, we are preparing our first offline project in Kyiv. It will be a project in one of the Kyiv parks. So we are going to implement. To, we are going to implement uh, seven tables with QR codes. Um, to the links to our websites about different discriminations. And there will be uh, interesting tasks for you to know that it's easy to fight the discrimination if you want to do it. So I welcome everyone to follow our pages and uh, wait for updates because now we are um, really enjoying the process of creating the project. Now we are applying to crowdfunding platforms to find some money because we need it to um, buy those tables and uh, uh, to play different games in that park. Uh, so yeah, if you would like to join our team, you can also message me. We are open to new people, new experiences and um, uh, yeah, I'm just excited uh, about uh, your ideas and thoughts, so don't be shy. Uh, I am always open to any ideas. Thank you, yes, and I encourage everyone to get in touch with you or at least follow your great project and be involved with it. Thank you again, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. It was great. Thank you a lot. For me, it was a great pleasure to speak with you. And I hope that this project will be as popular as it's possible because it really deserves uh, people to know about it. 
I am so inspired by all the episodes that were recorded already. And I wish uh, more people, more young Ukrainians are inspired by themselves.